0: Alright, BradCoony.com would like to welcome in. Hip hop artist Dago Smooth. They go, man. Finally we got this we got this connection happening, man. It's finally finally got you on board. Appreciate you coming on. Definitely, no problem. Alright, man. So uh I looked through your bio, I listened to your music, um, concrete Rose. I guess let's get into that. That's your latest project. Um, I'll listen to the song. So I guess I guess uh, tell the listeners a little bit about the backstory of that song and how it came to be.
1: Right. So when I made the song, I was just sitting in my car, uh, just really thinking about uh, just where my direction was going at the time, hmm. and um, I was just going through a lot of a lot of uh, not really self doubt, but just trying to roadblock my success. You know what I mean? And I guess I just took all the frustration that I had and put it into a record and, you know, just try to explain, you know, what what I felt that I needed to do at that time and just kind of gave a good story and just put it in the musical form. and just gave a story as to, you know, what what I did to get out of that situation.
0: And isn't it isn't that crazy how people like to try to drag somebody down? It's like when Right, yeah. I've seen that in, in my own life where and in some examples of my own in my own life where, where I've achieved certain levels of success and there's always these freaking haters that pop up, man, just try to drag you down.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, it's it's really uh, it's really unfortunate, but is what I tend to learn is that you know not everybody has the same drive as you right. and not everybody sees you know the end game result and because of that people will you know try and stifle whatever you have going on like you know when you know there, there's a guy uh, Nino Brown who says you know don't tell people what you got going on really because they'll try and block your blessings ba- basically hmm. and um you know And whenever you try and express, you know, like, okay, I got this on or I'm doing this, or, you know, you try and invite people into your space, you know, people tend to, you know, downplay it or whatever have you, or they'll literally try and find
0: ways to throw wrenches into your (laughs) plan, you know? Yeah, man. You know one thing I noticed, one thing I learned in life is that success breeds hate. So what yeah. what I mean by that is like I'll give you an example like like when I was doing my thing in the boxing mixed martial arts world I had a I had a website you know we had a website we covered all the fights and um, so when I first started out the website right. I didn't have any haters I didn't have any haters at all I didn't start getting haters until we started getting like two million people a month coming checking out our website and we started right. we started interviewing like the big names. You know, the Delahoyas and the Mike Tysons, and we started getting the big names that come in. That's when I started getting all the haters. All of a sudden, everybody hates exactly. me.
1: Exactly. So that's And it. that's one thing that i am you know, learned to kind of tune out. You know, I, I learned to tune out haters and learn to tune out, you know, uh, the negatives, just the negative vibe, period.
0: Yeah.
1: Like, and it takes a lot, you know, for artists who puts their product or puts their music or whatever or anyone who puts something out into the world where they're extremely vulnerable you know mm-hmm. that's that's the most vulnerable place that I could ever be <laughs> in, in in my life is to put something that I put so much time and work and effort and love into and then I put it into the world and you know that's just it mm-hmm. Like they can take it for what it is either they like it or they don't cool. and you know
0: so when I listened to the song "Concrete Rose," um, I, li- I like the vibe. It's 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 uh, it's it's not a real it's not a song that'll make your heartbeat faster. It's a, it's a real chill right. kind of you uh, know. Really, it really made me kind of relax It was it was like a um, just a mellow kind of nice. You know, I heard your message loud and clear, um, right. but it was a nice it was a relaxing vibe for me. Um, and I, particularly also uh, along with your rap, I think you're a great rapper. Um, also, the the singer, uh, the, the girl, what's her name, Lorene Chia? Is that her name?
1: Yeah, yeah, Lorene Chia.
0: Whoa, that girl's good, man. She sounded so good on your track, man. She's good.
1: Yeah, uh, she was just at South by Southwest, actually. Um, shout out to Lorene Chia.
0: She was just at a South by Southwest killing it. So, nice. you know, um, yeah, man, I was kind of upset that I wasn't able to make it out, but uh, I'll definitely be at the TAP Music Conference here in San Diego on
1: April 14th. Uh, so if anybody is out in San Diego that want to catch me live or whatever, you know, catch me, take a flick, whatever, you know, hang out, then I'll, that's why I'll definitely be
0: coming up soon. That's nice, man. So talk a little bit about um, how you hooked up with her to, to come onto the, onto the song. So found out about her uh
1: through a rapper the game and um game had a few records with her um had yeah, with uh, her with Khalifa and I think uh he, she was on the 1992 album with game and um that's how I kind of heard about her and then I reached out to her and um the rest is yeah,
0: basically true. history I guess on that. You know, I reached out to her. She did it in about a couple weeks, and then that's what it is. Nice. So you reached out to her. She agreed. She laid down the tracks, and boom, you mix it, you put it, you produce it, and boom, there, there you go. Yeah, yeah. I love the song, man, and 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 between with with both of you on the song, it really, really completes it, man. It's solid. I liked it.
1: Yeah, I definitely want to work with her again Uh, soon. I got a couple records I want to
0: shoot to her. Yeah, I think you should because you guys collab nice. I really do. It sounded, it sounded great. Um, all right, so I also, when I was reading through your bio, something that caught my eye. And you talked about the importance of lyrics. Um, lyrics. Right. Um, talk a little bit more about that because I, I think it's important as well for people to understand and hear a story in a song.
1: Right, right. I believe that, you know. When you got a message, when, when you got a clear message, you know, and you can convey it in a way that catches people's ears, I mean, this is just a message for all the artists. Do it. You know, don't sacrifice, you know, who you are to do it, but
0: do it in a way that,
1: you know, will have people gravitate towards you. Uh, for me, however, you know, uh, I take pride in the lyrics that I put down, and I take pride in what people hear come out of it, what people uh here that comes out of my mouth or mm-hmm. uh, you know what I mean but you know I take pride in that in what comes out of my mouth and I believe that you pay for everything that you say. So nice you know um it's it's really important that you know that everything that you that you uh that you put down whether it's, you know, in interviews like this year or, you know, it's just talking to people. Like, once, once you become an artist, like, it's not really so much about the lyrics anymore. It's really who you are as a person because people are going to gravitate towards you. And technically, uh, your
0: lyrics uh, become a part of your persona. Sure. But when people
1: see who you really are, then your lyrics is not going, it is, it, it may not even matter at that point. Like, people may, may, you know, you can say one thing in your songs and then people see you for something else and they call you a fraud.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I so. Just, I think just, I just be, just be true to yourself. I think that just really boils down yeah. to that. You know? Really. You know, that's, that's the real big one. Is yeah. Just stay true to yourself and just put stay something true. down that's meaningful. You know?
1: Anything that yeah. that's, that's meaningful to you, put it down. But I, just know that people will call you blessed if you know it is
0: not right. I think, and rightfully so. I think if somebody's singing, and especially in hip hop, you know, because hip hop's just, just the, yeah. the history of hip hop, uh, ain't got no. There, there's no. There's no room for for bull crap and for fake shit. Right. Um, right. Yeah, so, all right. So, I, I also when I when I listened to, to Concrete Rose. Um, I was trying to like listen in to see who 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 you might kind of sound like a little bit, and uh, right. it, it kind of had a Tupac a Tupac flow because I like I like Tupac's kind of he's kind of a not he's not really like fast or, or uh, some people rap so fast you can't even you can't even understand what the hell they're saying, um, right. so that flow is kind of Tupac-ish if you will. Um, so, who right. some, so who are some who are some some. Hip hop artists that 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 influenced you coming up? Uh, definitely, Pot number
1: one. Um, Pot is my all time favorite artist, period, hands down. But, uh,
0: <laughs> so I was on the talking. You know, yeah,
1: yeah. yeah <laughs> I mean, just just because uh, you know how he once again conveyed his message and, right. and the message that he gave to people. Um, but uh, besides, you know, pop, uh, of course game game has been a big influence uh, in my career and just the way I move and, and, and the way that I do things or the way that I may handle certain situations like I kind of see where he's excelled and failed at and, and try to capitalize and, mm-hmm. and, and move the best way possible so I appreciate all the knowledge but um, uh, man Nipstee Hustle Mm-hmm. Uh, definitely another person that I, I seek counsel from, and, and, you know, he has a lot of knowledge as well. So, I mean, as far as his business sense, you know, so, so a lot, uh, like, a lot of these people, I look up to them, or, or influenced me, or, or what have you. Not even so much because of their music, but because of the impact that they had. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it's really more of the impact. Like, like, I look at the music as being the easy part. You know, music for me comes pretty easy, but, you know, I'm also an entrepreneur, so, you know, that's that, that's a big thing for me, is, you know, getting that, uh, moving around correctly. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I mean just those those people you know are definitely really big and influential Master P I mean a lot of these people are businessmen as well you know Jay Z you know P. diddy and I mean the list goes on but you know a lot of these influential dudes in the 90s and you know early 2000s you know definitely definitely caught my way
0: but you know what there's only there's only a handful and not just in hip hop in, in all genres all genres of music right there's only a handful of what I call elite, like the elite level. You have you have good rappers, you have great ones, you have like freaking absolutely fantastic, excellent ones, and then you got the elite group, which is a very small handful of people in each genre um, that 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 are like trendsetters. They're, they're the ones that people follow, um, game changers. And Tupac's a perfect example. He, he's like. I think I think he's the first hip hop guy to really to transition from hip hop into acting and movies and and right. um, and then not only act in movies but be really good he's a he was a good actor man you know right. and and he was able to, to also he also a lot of white people bought uh, uh tupac stuff um when yeah. he was first coming out so he also crossed over in the culture oh, into the white culture um and yeah. told...
1: and, and go ahead yeah. and, and... You know, that's that's one thing that I like is that you know he crossed a lot of boundaries that's right. and really opened people's eyes to certain things. Like just the stuff that he spoke on in interviews and the things that he spoke on. Like a lot of people kind of woke up to that, and you know, kind kind of got hit, you know, to the system.
0: Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah, he opened a lot of doors, man. He, he, he's, he's the yeah. kind of guy, I compare I compare Tupac to like a Jimi Hendrix in rock music. Like, uh, There's certain yeah. musicians that actually are like 20, 30 years ahead of their time. And, and and like Jimi Hendrix, he was doing things on electric guitar that, I mean, nobody was doing. He, he created right. it. Eddie Van Halen is another one, the, 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 the guitar player uh-huh. from Van Halen. He, he's the guy that oh, yeah. you know. It's like when you soon as you hear an Eddie, Valen, Eddie Van Halen song, you know it's him because he has that signature right away. It's like mm-hmm. soon as you hear Tupac, boom, I know, I know exactly who that is. Jimi Hendrix, as soon as he, he plays does. something, boom, you know exactly who that is. And those guys are trendsetters. They're like they're everybody wants to follow them. That's the elite level. Yeah,
1: and and that's the thing now is is there's not so many trendsetters
0: right now. I believe Van Pop. I mean, you know, just just looking. Yeah,
1: I you agree. Know, from from my vantage point is I really don't see a
0: whole lot of trendsetters. That's actually a good point. I, as you were saying that, I was racking my brain to try to think of somebody. Um, Eminem was one a while back. He kind of used a fresh yeah. new loop. He had, he had his thing for a while. Um, yeah. um, 50 cent for a minute there, you know. But, yeah, in the last, like, 10, 15 years, it really hasn't been a breakout kind of trendsetter. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you know, you had Kendrick and, you know, he,
1: he gave the resurgence of, you know, storytelling and hip-hop and J. Cole's and, I mean, they always get mentioned together but, you know, now I'm starting to see, you know, uh, like, since Jay-Z dropped uh, the 444 album and, you know, you, you have guys like UFC Hustle coming out, you know, with his victory lap and, and really, you know, pushing that Entrepreneurial mindset, that independent grind, you know, yeah. that get that that getting your money correct type of thing. I'm starting to see like a lot more people, including myself, kind of get better with finance and yeah, kind of you know, yeah, that's smart. You know, so I, yeah, just getting just getting smarter and yeah. you know, just taking more pieces of, of what's
0: okay. I, I I credit P Diddy and and. Uh, Jay Z, probably the two guys that really, really, really stick out of my head the most as far as entrepreneurial. Um, he did; he really put it on the map, man. Because he, he in my opinion, he, he, you know, he he he's one of those triple threats. He can sing, dance, write, produce, mix. And then of course, he, you know, with uh, his record label and. and um, and then you know he got into reality TV, and he really took it to a level. And that's what I was talking about. P. Diddy's a perfect example. That's a he's a trendsetter. Mm-hmm. He's a guy that right. a separated, he separated. he's separated from everybody else, and everybody wanted to be P. Diddy for a while there. Yeah, I mean he's one of the few people who have their own,
1: you know, who have their own, you know, whole station like exactly. that. Their own channel.
0: So that's right.
1: You know, he has his own. Yeah. So I mean, you know, that's one thing that that, that I look at is. I want that to be my end game. Is I want my end game to you know be able to expand like that, yeah. and you know impact the culture.
0: Yeah, that's good, man. That's good stuff. All right, so let's move on. Um, so, when can the fans expect uh, like some new stuff? An album? An album to come out? When, when, when can they expect that? Right. So I'm working on an album right now. Um, it doesn't have a
1: title at the moment. Um, I'm looking to release it. Probably at the end of the year, but I don't want to be completely, you know, shut down on that right, right. Uh, just because I'm a perfectionist. So I like to, you know, work with my team and, and sit down and plan everything out, you know, the correct way, mm-hmm. uh, you know, get all the marketing down and, and, you know, get everything, you know, smooth and correct. So, you know, I give it, you know, about a good year and then I'll give them something I mean I'm actually gonna drop a uh, EP soon um and and we'll give the fans some music you know definitely but a full length album I'm gonna take my time with it and you know really uh put you know some elbow grease into it you know get some good features get some good production Futuristics 1500 or nothing let's go I need y'all <laughs> yeah. you know what I'm saying but yeah
0: so when you put together, like, for example, this record you're working on, and you're hoping you shooting for it by the end of the year, so what all what all goes into that? I mean, do you, I mean, do, I'm, I'm assuming you write most of your own stuff, if not all of it, um, but right. do you bring in people to collab with and and, and, and to just brainstorm um, and, and, and co-write songs, and do you bring in, like, do you have some go-to people that you go to for your, your, your producing type stuff and your mixing and, is there a team that go to guys that you go to? Kind of talk us through what you do when you put the put together a record. All right. So, you know, usually when when
1: I got a got a song that I want to do or whatever, I just want to get get a record or, or I have something in my head or I have something in mind. Usually, uh, I'll go hit up a, a producer, whether it's Basshead Beats here in San Diego or mm-hmm. you know I'll go hit Trey D to L.A. or you know whoever whoever I know uh can give me what I'm looking for at that time, then I could bring, you know, people in and we and we can get it done. Usually, uh, if I don't hear something that that they have already that I like, uh, I'll usually either try to bring it into the studio or I'll go to them and we'll, you know, work something out. Um I don't bring writers in. Um I haven't gotten to that stage in my Mm -hmm. career yet where I feel like I need writers but I don't think I'll ever need writers because I could write you know pretty well mm-hmm. but um I mean I'll write for other people but you know I don't mind having people you know come in and you know like bounce ideas off of each other I don't have a problem with that but you know I will never let anybody pen my whole song for me or you know yeah, like yeah, yeah. write lyrics for me but you know, if it's a hook or something, and, and it's a cool hook or something, you know, and I, I feel that somebody's really good, and they want to get some writing credit, dude, I have no problem, like, having somebody get some writing credit on on, on a record and help them out. Like, yeah, that's you good. Know, if that's they, cool. Yeah, I mean, dude, I take care of my people, and that's one of my ways that I take care of my people is, you know, helping them out and getting them writing credit, like all my young guys who want to rap, and who don't have that outlet or whatever, or they just don't like to be in front of the microphone, you know. uh, I'll do that, but, you know, at this stage, like, 100% of the time, I can't, you know, have people write my music because I feel that people don't know me well enough yet.
0: You know what you want. want You have your vision. You Uh, have your vision. You know what you want. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and, you know, like, I want people to hear 100% me. And they know that that's me. So, yeah. you know, if I have another artist on the record, then, you know, whether it's their, their verse or a hook or something, then that's what it'll be. But, you know, once mm-hmm. I get to that stage where, like, I can pull, like, you know, young guys and pull, pull, pull young guys up and be like, hey, you know, write this hook or something like that. And if it's good, I'll use it or mm-hmm. something like that. Like, but I always have something of mine already See something that's that's dope and some young guys it's like yo man i want to you know jump on something or whatever and if it's good i might even just feature him on the song and then you know if if he wants to do that i'll see i'll just feature him on the song and you know yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll just do it like that do, do you make your own beats yeah. um i do make beats but i haven't made any beats for myself that oh, i okay you know wrapped on and put out yet uh but I'm working on putting a production team together which is the Fly West Collective uh, and um, that's also my company as well um, so I'm going to put together this group along with myself and a few other producers going to go and uh, just start making beats like crazy so uh, I don't make any beats however in the future you will be hearing a lot of uh, yeah. my
0: production there's a market for that man people pay good money yeah. for for a good beat like a real good one
1: yeah, definitely. I know that for a fact. I mean, I've I've
0: been around where I'm hearing, you know, people are paying ten thousand and twenty thousand for for a whole record. You know, and I'm like, all right. Yeah, so. <laughs> I, I need
1: to get in. I'm in the wrong business. I need to get into that business. Right, right. I'm like, man,
0: <laughs> I'm getting money on the back end too. Like, yeah. oh, great. <laughs> That's what's up, man. All right, so <laughs> a couple more things, and I'll let you go. What about freestyle, man? Because freestyle to me, I mean. Honestly, like, like I tried to rap one time some years back when I was by myself in my car, and I ain't never gonna do that shit again because I just like no. Some things you don't have any earthly reason to do, and for me to rap, I can play guitar now. I've been playing guitar for a long time, but I'll never be a rapper because I just don't have it. I mean, some people got it, some people don't got it. Um, Some people, you know, some people will never be able to play guitar. They just they don't have an ear for music, you know. Um, rapping to me, I have a lot of respect for hip hop artists that can rap. Um, especially when I started interviewing hip hop artists and started learning and researching um, the the style of music, you know, it's really I've gotten more and more respect for it over the years. Now freestyling is a whole different monster. Freestyle is insane, man, because you got it. Like I I've I brought this up in a couple other interviews. Freestyle to me, you you have to be a few things. You have to be really, really quick on your feet as far as your mind. you got to be witty, and you got to be able to come up with something that not only rhymes, but it has to be within context of what you're talking about. You know what I mean? In order for it to make any sense. So freestyle, talk about that. Can you freestyle? If not, is that something you want to try to do? Yeah. Um. I mean, I freestyle a lot all the
1: time, just like, you know, BSing around with the homies, and you know, or, or we just be in the studio and, and it was will just freestyle usually that's how songs happen like no bs that's how songs usually be happening yeah, I like believe we'll it. be in the studio and we'll just be freestyling to the beat or whatever and then we'll like whoa hold on he just said something yeah. dope yeah. Like that yeah yeah you
0: know what I'm saying? and that's how it happened you know right and you know i i, I believe that freestyling
1: is it was becoming a lost art but I believe like with Team Backpack and you know Battle Raps and and, you know the Battle rap scene I believe that that's starting to have a big resurgence and people are starting to respect you know the craft and the structure of what hip hop music was built on you know and that's what I like so you know I believe that you know artists that you know, if you came freestyle, that means, you know, that that kinda tell me a little bit. Ah. You know, and and and, it's and the drill I believe yeah, and and to me I believe that, you know, um that it kinda says a little bit about, you know, your 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 maturity in hip hop, I guess. Because for me, I know that, you know, freestyling is one of the core bases of the art form. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, if that's where you start to learn to rap, is by freestyling, and you start writing. And then, you know, I mean, that's how I got into it, so, yeah, you know. Man. But I don't know about for everyone else.
0: You know, there's, you know a lot, there's, a, there's a lot more, like, just for the casual music fan, let's say the, for, like, the fan that's just not really... Not really into rap music. um, They don't even have to be against rap music. It it could just be somebody who's just hasn't really paid much attention. For somebody like that, they're they're clueless about um, the intricacies of, of, of rapping. The rapping's a lot. There's a lot more to it than than the eye and the ear sees and hears. I mean, when I started really researching this thing, I mean. It's not just rhyming. I mean there's you know, there's flows, there's flow changing, um, right. there's there's hooks, there's 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 a lot it. There's a lot more to, to rapping than I think the the average fan really realizes. Right. Right, there is. You know, syncopation. You know? Yeah. And 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 like, you know, uh,
1: that's one thing that I could say that I would urge people to do is to research it. You know, research your favorite artists and, you know, research artists of the past. Like don't lose don't lose your past because you won't ever know where you go. So I mean, you know, I always tell people like, you know, what's happening right now is well and good because I always hear, you know, the slander on Tupac recently and like I always tell people, you know, they say Tupac music is boring, but like if you realize what was happening at that time, you'll understand why he was making the music that he's making, you understand why it's not so fun as it is right now, because all the music right now just sounds like fun music, you know, party music. But it wasn't a party time back then. So, you know, music changes with the times, and I believe that, you know, the fans, you know, fans and just non-listeners, you know, people who are maybe new to hip-hop, people that may not listen to hip-hop as much, uh, I say that there's a difference between rap music and hip-hop. Hip-hop to me is, you know, Rakim and, you know, Brand Nubian and, you know, Wu-Tang Clan. Rap music is like Lil Yachty and Drake and all of that. So I see a difference, you know, and I would like for people to really understand that there is a difference and a lot of people in the community See that there's a difference, and we say that there should be a difference that they should classify it as you know all the fun rap, all the you know six nine and all of that crap like that's rap music. But hip hop, you know, that's yeah. the Jay Z's, the Nas, the E.P.M.D.s, you know all more of that, the pioneers that you know? came
0: up that came up with it. Um, right, like like Tupac was was the the N.W.A. era, the right, right, well, at the right. tail end of it, kind of the tail end of it, but he was still there, um, right. and that back, you know, the hip-hop back then was, was angry, was pissed, I mean, they were pissed off how, yeah. how the police were treating people, and, and, and all that corruption that was going on, and, and, yeah. and there was a real, real angry message in NWAs I mean, that, that's another, I respect the hell out of them guys, because they, back in that time, back in the, in the, in the early 80s and shit, um, they they had some balls, dude. Because th- th- they took on the yeah. police, they took on they, they said fuck it, they, they they took on congressmen, senators. They went after everybody, man. They they, they, they didn't care. They had zero fucks to give, and that's what I like about them guys, man. <laughs> <laughs> and now you're
1: absolutely right. They really did have zero fucks to give. That's right. Uh, yeah. You know. They, yeah. They had the FBI knocking on the door.
0: Oh man, they and, had the, you know, they, they, man. They couldn't go to the store without getting you know cops jumping up on them. Yeah, and,
1: and I've yet to see any any group do that yet like challenge the system at hand I haven't yeah. seen that yet like I mean you know I'm not saying you know everybody just jump out and be a oh. revolutionary because that's not in everybody's blood but you know I mean I just say like man if it's wrong stand up for it like yeah. stand up for what's wrong if it's right stand up for it you know and if it's wrong you know Say it. Say something. Let
0: it yep. be known. You know? That's it. Yeah, you know, you, somebody doesn't have to like NWA, but they should respect them. There should be some right. respect there because of what they did at the time. They took on the system, man. They took, and the system was a monster, man. You know that. I mean, there was so much corruption back yeah. then. I mean, there's still corruption today. But back then, it was yeah. out of control. It was like, it was right. really bad. It was, you know what? Back then, also it also was a lot more stealthy. It was a, it was a lot more. You know, um, they were braver. They're, you know, the people have a lot more to lose now than they did back then. So, uh-huh. them guys, for them guys to take on the whole system, the government, cops, they took on every freaking body with their
1: message. I mean, they started a, I I believe, their music was was the anthem for the right. So, you know, like, yeah. their music was the anthem for the riots that happened. Yeah. You know, and, and I mean, people were, were going nuts. I mean, L.A. went nuts when N.W.A. came out and, you know, they did fuck the police and Ice Team came out and did his. Like, you know, yeah. a lot of these, these influential, you know, timeless,
0: the, these people changed the landscape of the country that we live in. Yeah, remember, like what we remember what we were talking about before? Remember we were talking about before trendsetters. That, that's what separated them. That's, that's CNWA is another example. We can put in that little handful of selected people that uh-huh. they, they were elites. They were the ones that set. They separated themselves from everybody else, and they changed the whole freaking. Not only did they change hip hop, but they also got like they're responsible for like legislation and laws and stuff, man. I mean, they really like literally changed the direction of parts of the country. Right. Yeah, that's great. I mean, and that's great. And I believe every artist should strive to change something for the betterment of humans. Yeah. Period. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's great, man. Good, great conversation. I love, see, I love talking about history. That's the other thing about, I'm, I'm a real history buff. I love American history. Yeah. The good, the bad, the good, the bad, the ugly, the the pretty. It doesn't matter. It's history, and, and NWA is a part of American history. Hip hop's a part yeah. of American history, not just NWA, but the whole hip hop world, the whole culture, the whole genre has its own story yeah. to tell. You know? Yeah.
1: Because when they because when America is thousands of years old, and they dig it, and they dig it up, they're going to see the graffiti on the walls. They're going <laughs> to listen to the tapes. They're going to listen to it all. They're going to, and when they hear it, they're going to be like, "Wow, this is what life was
0: like in 1990." Yeah. <laughs> man, who's you that? Know? Man, who's that dude that Afro said, "Fuck the police"? <laughs>
1: right? Like, what's going on? What was happening at this time? Man, I mean, it's going to be like the hieroglyphs. Yeah. In Egypt, it's going to be just like that,
0: man. That's crazy. You know, you I mean, think about that that way, that's pretty cool. All right, man. Look, I really enjoyed this. Before I let you go, I want to give you an opportunity to tell all the listeners out there. Where they can get your music, where they can follow you on social media, where they can learn more about you. So the mic is yours.
1: Right. So you guys can go and follow me on all social media platforms at Daygo Smooth. You feel me? It's D A Y G O S I'm going to be working on my website as well, which is Daygo Smooth Music. Uh, be on the lookout for that. We're definitely in construction right now. We're working on that, so we're getting it done. Um, you can catch me at the Tap Music Conference uh, on April 14th. As I said earlier, I will also be at BET Weekend for the D T Awards um, in June. Cool. And a myriad of other shows. So if I'm in your city or I'm in your town, say what's up, take a flick. I smoke weed, so you know like one with me <laughs> so you know like one with me hey you know just kick it I mean don't yeah. we'll kick it
0: shoot the shit let's let's you know build let's build yeah let me tell you something before I let you go man I don't right. smoke I don't smoke weed now because I'm, I'm 50 years old um, but I mean right. there's no there's no there's no you know legit I mean there's no like law that says a 50 year old can't smoke weed but it's just something right. that I put down some years back but let me tell you something, yeah. man. I used to smoke it like a damn chimney back in the day. Yeah. I stayed right. high. I think in my 12th grade year, I stayed high. I think I was high every day in my 12th right. grade, every day. Right. Um, so ain't nothing wrong with a little wacky you once in a while, man.
1: Yeah, but, you know, I will eventually stop. And, you know, I think you, so. You know, that's, yeah, I don't smoke as much as I used to anymore, just like once every other, you know, day or whatever, mm. you know, but...
0: Uh, you, you look, man, life's about phases. Life's about phases and chapters, man. You, you know, you're going through a chapter yeah. right now in your life. Um, you partying? I mean, how old, old are you? Man. How old are you? I'm, t- I'm 27. Yeah, you're 20, man. Look, when I I was when I was I when I got out of the military, I was like 23, 24. and I was hell on wheels for like 10 years, man. Uh, I was yeah. part, I was a party animal. I was a party animal. Uh, Ten years after that, and you—you you will you will you relax and mellow down a little bit when you get a little older. Enjoy yourself now, though.
1: You know, I know it. You know. All right, brother. I know.
0: Well, I appreciate I you like coming on board, man, and uh, we'll get you back on soon when you got something new to talk about, new record, whatever. You have. Yeah, oh, exactly. yeah, exactly. When when that new record's about to pop, you just let us know, and we'll get you back on.
1: Oh yeah, no doubt.